0: Today, beginning April second,
1: live from the Fox Sports fourteen hundred and ninety eight three FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
2: Gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs>
1: Impex Pre-Owned presents: Start your engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today: Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motor sports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood.
3: Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on a hot, sunny Saturday morning here in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And uh, Ronnie's not with us this morning, so we got a little... uh, a little extra space in here i guess we miss ronnie but it is a little room here it's still better in darlington even when when we got five more people in here but uh anyway good morning alan good morning perry how you doing doing good you got a lot of action around i, I would think they'd really be cranking up this they time are, of year they
4: are really cranking up at our local dirt tracks around here we got a lot going on at traverse rest harris cherokee speedway carolina speedway uh glad to see it too yeah, you might have us a live guest
3: later on. I uh, probably do. Okay, <laughs> on the phone, not in the studio, but uh, that's good. We'd like to have our local drivers on here and uh, and promote them and, and get them off to a good start. And I understand this gentleman's a young man.
4: A uh, young man. I uh, think he's, he's still in high school, so uh, that is kind of young.
3: Well, high school, I, wasn't building a, I was building race cars, but they were 125th scale, I think. Model cars.
5: <laughs> AMT model cars. Good morning there, uh, Gregory. Well, it's just a normal day. It, it's hot like it's supposed to be. It's good fun. racing weather. Yeah. Uh, probably the only thing I could say that was bad about it would be that Barry has to wait on me regardless five minutes so I can trim. That's okay. That's why I get there at 20 after 9 to pick you up and sit in the driveway and uh, the collect driveway. my thoughts. Yeah, and, and you're going through looking at stuff and thinking, and the next-door neighbor making sure I ain't got dandruff on my shoulder. Okay, whatever. Greg. Anyway, all right. You know We don't I'm need going. all that. We don't need all that. Okay. It's Did you get thing. us a guest this week? That's the only thing I, I want to got know from us you. a guest, Mr. Donnie Allison, who was the guest a few
3: weeks ago when the phones turned up not working.
5: Right. And we could have done it somehow or another. We could have. And we should have. But I forgot about how you could take yourself. Anyway, I thought beyond our technology when y'all already had it under control. But anyway, Donnie's fantastic.
3: Well, actually, it's better to have him this week because we're closer to uh, Memorial Day. And uh, we're always going to point out that uh, Donnie Allison did something rather amazing uh, in 1970. Uh, one Saturday afternoon, he finished uh, fourth in the Indianapolis 500 as A.J. Foyt's teammate, and then uh, the next Sunday won the 600 at Charlotte. He needed relief. I think Lorenzen relieved him, but uh, he still got credit for it, and he drove probably 550 miles of it. But Donnie Allison is a, a great guest, and we look forward to talking to him at 11 o'clock on our Legends uh, section. And then at 11 20 approximately when Donnie's done we have Bob Hissom who is the curator of the North Carolina Auto Racing Hall of Fame and Museum which I won't get into it every state in the union I think has one except South Carolina and you just wait and it won't be long before it'll pop up in Greenville or Charleston or Myrtle Beach or somewhere, Columbia but anyway he's, the, he's from the North Carolina Hall of Fame and he's got an event coming up Next Friday. And he hasn't had this since uh, before COVID. Remember, we were up there, I guess it was in 2019. That's right. And uh, it's at a museum, and I can't think of the name of it, but it's not at the Hall of Fame, the North Carolina Hall of Fame, because that's up in Mooresville. This is right on the grounds of the – well, I don't know if it's actually the grounds, but it backs right up to the fourth turn uh, outside – the Charlotte Motor Speedway, right there on 29, between the Speedway and uh, whatever that creek is that runs through there. Mallard Creek, I think, is what it is, because he used to live up there. But uh, anyway, he has an event. It's the first time he's had it since 2019, and he has a lot of people. Now, Donnie Allison will probably be there, and, oh, and Bobby, Donnie, too.
5: Donnie will be there. Deb Williams will be there. Bobby will be to her. there. Be, there's some of the biggest names in all of stock car racing history. Some of them in an You ain't no telling who you're going to bump into. And if you get invited and you don't go, you won't uh, come back. <laughs> you won't come back. No,
3: we wouldn't but miss it's wonderful. it for anything. Yeah. It's wonderful. I know last time we went up there, I had just finished that book with uh, Neil Castles. That's right. And Neil was uh, sitting there right beside me. His son, who's, uh, of course, the Hollywood stuntman, was nearby and is a celebrity, celebrity in his own right, but he didn't participate in the autograph signing, but it's. I mean, it's a who's who, like Greg said, and you can imagine how many people are in uh, Charlotte for the 600 and the 500 and uh, not the 500, the Xfinity race and the truck race. And um, back then it was also the all-star race was there. Of course, that's tomorrow in, in Texas. But the um, it's a great event. And Bob will tell us who I was going to be there, and it's open to the public. I don't think they charge. They might charge you to get in there, but uh, <laughs> once you get in the door – not only is there a lot of great exhibits and, and race cars to look at, but there's uh, going to be a whole bunch of people to look at. I remember last time when we were there, Greg, uh, I saw Deb Williams across the way. And so I went over there and talked to her. And sitting next to her was Corey LaJoy, who's yeah. a current cup driver. It well, was unreal. That's yeah, well, what I'm saying. But, but sitting next to him was his daddy, Randy LaJoy. And if you remember back in the late, I guess it was the late 1990s or early 2000s, He had a huge feud with Buckshot Jones from here in Spartanburg. It was racing out of uh, Buckshot Jones Racing over here on right off I-85. And I walked to him. up. I I had never met either one of them. And so uh, Deb introduced me to Corey, and I said hello to him. And I shook hands with his dad, Randy. And I said, Randy, I got some good uh, tidings from somebody. A good friend of yours back in Spartanburg. He said, yeah, who's that? And I said, "Buckshot Jones," and of course, it wasn't true. I hadn't seen Buckshot jo- so Buckshot Jones in a he long time. He didn't smile either. No, he didn't. <laughs> in fact, I can't even repeat what he said. But it started with "F Buckshot Jones," something like that.
5: And, and the was, next thing you know, it was real funny. We got, we got. I think didn't we have Nelson sitting next to us?
3: Nelson Crozier was there. Oh, with Nelson us? was there,
5: and the people that were with the press, or had a book to sale we got special treatment well we always and the people that walked around there ain't no telling who you might see
3: well you know but you think about this greg and i don't mean to bring up something sad here but we've lost a bunch of those people in the last uh that'd be three years tom higgins was there he's gone gene hobby was there he's gone uh i could probably well nelson crozier he's gone so that's uh you know if you ever want to meet any of these people next Friday morning and, uh, and we'll get Bob to talk about it in detail when he comes on at 11, four, uh, 1120, but he's, uh, if you ever want to meet some of these legends, this would be the time to do it. Cause I mean, they're, they're leaving us. In fact, uh, another, I hadn't checked on Neil in a long time. So I called, I didn't call. I texted his caregiver yesterday and his daughter, Susan, and, uh, they both got back with me by text and, uh. Neil hasn't been out of bed since August, and they said they really thought they were going to lose him in January, and, I mean, I felt bad because I know the last time I talked to Neil was the last Father's Day, and, uh, of course, that was last June, so I've been a, a poor friend of trying to keep up with Neil, who is a great guy, and, you know, he's had all of the problems that he's had with cancer, And uh, losing his eye and part of his skull and all the things he's been through, uh, racing accidents. And, you know, it looks like, amazingly, he'll probably pass away of old age, which somebody that's had. He was a stuntman. He crashed all those cars and a Stroker Ace and Thunder Road and Thunder in Carolina. And he did so much stunning and everything. And we'll try to get his son on here. But he hasn't passed away yet. But, you know, he's
5: not going to be out anymore. Perry, didn't you tell me one time, and it's a long time, the movie Redline 7000, that Neil Castles actually was in the trunk of a car? No, 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 no. No, but what I was, no,
3: that was uh, Neil didn't have anything to. well, actually, Neil did have something to, to do with that race. That was at Thunder, when they filmed Thunder in Carolina at Darlington. And they took the trunk out of Elmo Henderson's car. That's right. And the cameraman was standing in the back of the the, the trunk with a camera you know taking footage of the race cars going by he was on the apron and they're going by on the banks and neil said that's the craziest man i've ever seen in my life but neil they couldn't get the, they couldn't get an accident right and uh this guy tried it and tried it and tried it the real stunt guy and he couldn't get it right so neil went up there and said well, let me try this and he was doing some stunt work then but this is when he really got into it and he went up there and made a little mark on the guardrail and got back in that 57 Chevrolet number 9. That's right. And went up there and hit that mark and flipped it, and the car landed right, right where they wanted it to. And um, in the book I wrote about, Neil, you can, uh, that we wrote together, you can see Neil do it, and then he's walking away, and all the camera people are around and everything. It's a He's a great guy, and I love Neil. I love him very much. But uh, such, we'll talk about him more when the time rich comes. History.
5: Rich history, and like man was talking about. We've got to update our confidential phone number list because I use Pasty's and Perry's got to rip put Blue Book Part 3 together. Well, they don't know what you're talking about, Greg. Well, I know that. But <laughs> what I'm saying is. Uh, we got
3: it. Greg's got a Blue Book that a lot of people around this radio station would like to get a hold of because it's got every race driver and owner and everything. Everybody's phone Perry number in Perry
5: and Greg's Blue Book. And, um, greg
3: and i need to update it because as i was just saying about these legends there's a lot of them that it would really be long distance to call now that are in that book like uh, buddy baker and uh you know some others Haas ellington that we got quite a few in there that's not going to be answering the phone anytime soon but uh anyway we got a great show and you know it's getting closer and closer for me to what i consider the holidays now memorial day is a is a sacred holiday and it's a holiday that we uh have to honor the men and women that gave their life to this country for this country so we can do a a goofy radio show like this every saturday morning and say what we want to say pretty much and uh you know we we will be a little more serious about it next week and then the week after that i'll just go ahead and give you a preview that's pretty close to uh I don't know what the next Saturday is. I think it's June the fourth, but that's close to D Day, and that's when we always do our Bud Moore tribute to D Day, and he we put him on here in a recording I made when we wrote that book to uh, talk about <clears throat> excuse me D Day, and so that'll be two weeks away. But anyway, next week's Memorial Day, and aside from the real meaning of of that day, which at one time was called Decoration Day, because after the Civil War, um, they used to go around and put a, a on the the Union soldiers, the United States soldiers, not the Confederate soldiers, a flag on their grave and decorate it. And so for years it was called Decoration Day. And then uh, Truman or Eisenhower or somebody, one of the fairly recent presidents, I think, declared Memorial Day as uh, the last, um, well, I think it's May 30th, whenever it falls. But then it's been changed to the last uh, Monday in May, I think is the way it officially is. So anyway...
5: It, it is it, it is a very important day and like i say we can get real serious about that and talk about an hour Well, we could talk but, a long time about
3: that and, but, and we will
5: Well, you remember when we were talking about it and i got well, veterans you, day and Morday day mixed up
3: yeah well you don't have to bring that up you're making yourself uh you're pointing out your shortcomings there greg and that's anybody can make that mistake but it's uh no, Veterans Day is in November, and we celebrate that too. That's when we played a Bud Moore piece about him capturing uh, the headquarters, which is kind of funny. But no, Memorial Day, is uh, that's when we honor the dead that that gave the ultimate price for our country. And I don't know if this is the right thing or not, and I don't know if it's official, but I've been noticing where, uh, especially at Indianapolis, which everybody knows I think is the greatest race in the world, they're also honoring drivers that lost their lives which i mean i guess that's okay i don't know if it's you know i I always thought i always had an idea not always but a few years ago i came up with an idea it wasn't a bad idea to have an auto racing memorial day and i tried to pick a date to have it and i just tried to pick a date that nothing was happening and so i just came up with like the second saturday in august Cause nothing happens in August. There's no big holidays that I know of, and I just thought it would be a good idea, an auto racing Memorial Day. And good Lord, there's a lot of members that could be honored there. But anyway, that's just one of my pipe dreams. We'll uh, we'll address it some other time. But aside from the that's that part of what Memorial Day stands for, it's a great racing weekend, and it's the holidays for me. And if I had Andy Williams singing, it's the most wonderful time of the year, like he does on Christmas, I'd play it. In fact, maybe I'll get Tyler to rig that up for me. But um, it is a great time. And I haven't even touched yet. Alan, did you happen to see how fast they ran at Indianapolis yesterday?
4: Uh, Not really, but I've seen a fox. Well, uh, they had a squirrel, too. I had a fox. And the fox could run pretty fast. (laughs) Well, they
3: caught the squirrel. (laughs) <laughs> they had went – and we got to get to Deb Williams. The, they, the they, had, they had – it was real windy. It was blowing like 25 to 40 miles an hour, and nobody had enough guts. And, I, and that's the way they put it, to run four qualifying laps, you know, to, to try it. Yep. But they got Connor Daly going into the fourth, the third turn at the end of that long back stretch. And Penske gave him an extra 90 horsepower, which was crazy in the windy conditions. Yes. Speed trap at the end of the front straightaway and the end of the back stretch – they clocked Connor Daly and Ed Carpenter's Chevrolet at 243 miles an hour.
6: It that is it,
3: unreal. He said it was thrilling. That's, that's moving. <laughs>
4: that's thrilling. The,
3: the track record is still, I mean, for the four laps is 237 that Ari Lyond did back in the, the late 90s, about 97 or something. But that's really hauling it. Okay, let's take a break. Come we back. love Andy.
5: Andy is the race.
3: And we will come back and talk to Deb Williams. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
1: Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Inpex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyer's program. Hurry on over to Inpex Pre-Owned. eighty-nine Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter
7: what. Steve and Jerry here from the world famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Aplente! Seventy years? How many folks are we still serving every week?
8: Aplente!
7: Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than Aplente? All lit. Join Steve and Jerry at the world famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in
9: Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946 attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who has recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864- 757-5555 or visit the thecarolinalawgroup.com
10: located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services, all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Attention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Hot town,
7: summer in the city, back of my
1: Deb Williams is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to death.
3: good morning deb how are you
2: oh good morning fine thank you i'm not sweltering or melting in the texas heat but i am the north carolina heat
3: you know it just dawned on me um that nelson used to come on or he came on and he'd say he didn't like it when i when uh bob the fox guy said now here's nelson crozier track because a lot of times he was but if he wasn't he immediately pointed out that he wasn't at the track and he didn't want to uh mislead the public
2: <laughs> yes and i feel the exact same
3: way <laughs> but you're there enough and it's going to get more and more i think as we, we get COVID in the rearview mirror um i was just telling the boys and the listeners uh that this is really coming up on the holidays for me i love the, the excitement of of uh, the memorial day weekend and uh, it's actually uh sort of it uh we have a flavor with texas now as they have all three um, divisions of nascar running down there plus uh the all-star race tomorrow
2: well of course that is the cup race is the all-star race race there this weekend so but uh, the trucks and the xfinity do have their point races there this weekend but it'll really be a nice celebration in charlotte next weekend because we've got arca trucks xfinity and cup so It'll be quite a Memorial Day weekend, and I usually spend mine by watching the F1 race out of uh, the Monte Carlo first thing Sunday morning, and then go to the Indy 500, and of course, I'm going over to the Charlotte track while the Indy hundred's going on, but it's always cool there because they have it on the big screen, the big TV screen on the back stretch, and then we have it on all the TVs in the media center as well with the uh, Indy 500.
3: Well, it's very exciting, and uh uh, I haven't been to Charlotte in a few years. Of course, it was before COVID for the 600. Uh, last time I went, they had ZZ Top, <laughs> and they were performing right across from us at the end of the pit road.
2: Yeah, and this year, it's Leonard Skinner.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's uh, they, that's our theme song here for the show. Uh, <laughs> three steps. Give me three steps.
2: Uh-huh. And uh, they've actually, this year, taken, you remember, Speed Street was in Uptown Charlotte. So, now they have moved it to the Speedway, and it's there in that large parking area where the souvenir is and all the fan zone is where it is Oh, now. okay. Starting I guess, they year.
3: do they have things going on over the dirt track as well?
2: Uh, normally, they do, but, you know, they had dirt racing there last weekend. Oh, okay. While NASCAR was in Kansas. They had the late models and all over there, so... I'm not sure if they've got it going on over there during the Memorial Day weekend or not. I know they will during the October Charlotte race weekend.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, pretty good truck race last night that, um, the, uh, I think we had a first time winner, right? Um, uh, Stuart Friesen?
2: You did. You did. Uh huh. And even in qualifying yesterday for the Xfinity race, Noah Gregson got his uh, first Xfinity career polls. So oh, okay. You could say it was a day of first yesterday.
3: Yeah, and uh yeah, we will get into that a little bit more later. Uh I think Jeremy qualified nineteenth, which isn't great, but he's uh he seems to get there towards the finish. Well what did you think about Kansas last week? Kind of, you know, I gotta hand it to him. Old Kurt has had his ups and downs and he announced a divorce last week, but he won a he won his thirty fourth race, which was uh you know that's a lot of races. He's been around a long time, twenty years, I think,
2: yeah, well, at least because you know he replaced Rusty Wallace at Penske when Rusty retired in two thousand and five, so I was there then and went through all that and um you know he's been around for for quite some time, but that's one good thing about covering racing and that I think makes it so unique is you do cover the same people for so many years. You know, if you're only covering high school sports or college sports, you can have that athlete for four years maybe, and that's it. And whereas in racing, you've got that person 20, 30, or more years, and then you've got their family sometimes.
3: Yeah, and even longer than that if they go into ownership or something. But I think I read that Kurt Busch won his first race in, 2002 driving for Roush and uh he has won a race in a Ford with Roush, a Dodge with Penske, a Chevrolet with Haas, uh Stewart Haas and now a Toyota with uh uh 2311. Yeah, but I think didn't
2: he did he didn't he win for uh Furniture Row when it was Toyota? They I, Chev- I, Maybe they were running Chevrolet then. You're
3: uh, you're the expert, Deb. You tell me. I'm telling you what I read in the newspaper, <laughs> or not the newspaper, but online. So I I didn't uh, yeah. I, I didn't fact che- fact check the guy. I just took his word for it because it sounded yeah, good anyway. I
2: think, yeah, I think he was made. I think Furniture Row was still aligned with Richard Childress when Kurt was driving to them. So yeah, he's he does have that distinction of having all those. Manufacturers in his trophy case, that's for sure,
3: all right, what are you doing? You're at the drive through at McDonald's or I hear something dinging in the background or are you buying no, gas again?
2: I just, <laughs> no, I just pulled into my driveway okay. from running errands this morning and oh. I wanted to pull up more in the shade, and I didn't refasten my seatbelt.
3: oh shame on you well, I guess you can't get in too much trouble in your driveway, although people have um well, you have uh sent us the new point standings, and you know I've debated on whether we want to do it this week or not. Do you, uh, well, I'm just looking at my phone here, and Ronnie's already sent me that he wants Truex, so let's just go ahead and do it this week.
2: Well, we didn't do it for the clash at the Coliseum.
3: Well, I'm the commissioner. I say we do it.
2: Oh, okay.
3: (laughs) Well, go ahead and pick one. We got Truex Truex for for, uh, Ronnie, who's not with us today. He's doing a football function for Burns High School.
2: Oh, okay. Well, uh, in that case, I'll take Kyle Larson since he won a dirt, a World of Outlaws sprint car race last night in Attica, Ohio.
5: Oh, wow.
3: He gets around. How about you, Alan? I think I'm going
2: Bowman was in the same race, too. Sorry. That's oh.
3: right. That's all right. This is your segment. You jump in anywhere.
4: <laughs> I think I'm going to take the 18 car. Okay. Cut that in half, and I'll take the nine. Okay, i kind of figured that. You've got nines all the way across the board so far. Well, I'm right behind you. And Lanny's probably going to take 12 cars.
3: Well, we'll wait till he, uh,
5: he'll he tell me here in a second. I'm sure he's listening. Uh, Greg, what you got? I keep thinking the Wood Brothers, but I do have to try to win. You should try to win one. I try to win one. I am going to go with Joey Logano, Okay, people hate him or whatever don't don't get, go with you go with the smart move don't go with your
3: heart that's a lot that's of right a lot right. of gamblers lose money i know it. going with their heart and we'll get a we'll we'll get uh lanny's pick when he sends it to me and i can tell you that the point standings that deb does for us lanny just picked blaney so put it down thank you lanny um alan's got 22 points and i've got 16 it's like lanny's got 14 tied with deb Greg has got five, Jada's got four, and Ronnie's got three. So, Ronnie put the K O D on uh, Truex this week. That's the kiss of death. <laughs> um, okay, with uh, Texas, there are there um running the course that'll be tomorrow. Uh, no, the yeah tomorrow's the the all star race today or tomorrow? Tomorrow.
2: Tomorrow night.
3: <laughs> tomorrow night, right? Yeah, something good to watch tomorrow night. So, uh, um. So what about the Texas race for the uh, the cup? I noticed yesterday I watched a little bit of the Xfinity qualifying, and they were they were some were going through that P one, and some were going around it, and uh, uh, you know the sticky stuff in the turns. What's um, what can we look look for at Texas this week?
2: Well, the interesting thing about that is they did a test there for two days before everybody got on track, and they found that where that PJ won. Has been for several years is actually split now. It's uh, no longer sticking. But they have found that the they say resin. We always said rosin. That
3: uh, <laughs> you must have played the violin.
2: No, or, or you were a baseball <laughs>
3: pitcher. I think that they call it rosin.
2: Yeah, no, I played French horn. Oh, okay. Um, and the piano. But, Good for you. Um, and you're a heck of a
3: cook, from what I understand.
2: Oh, well, thank you. I'm getting ready to marinate meat some salmon, too. Well, see, um,
3: go ahead, and then I'm going anyway, to give you up for it. We
2: got sidetracked. We did. Um, but uh, what they have found is that that stays on better. So you probably won't see TJ1 used anymore, and uh, they haven't been putting anything on it uh, on that track. The problem yesterday was the heat because it was up in the 90s, and they're expecting it to be in the 70s for tomorrow's all-star race. They're expecting it to drop 20 degrees. That's so quite a bit of difference. It'll be interesting, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I was surprised last night when Ross Chastain collapsed when he got out of his truck because... Oh, I didn't know that. Up in, yeah, with him growing up in Florida and working the watermelon patch and all, um, I was surprised <laughs> that he got to him last night. Of course, I know they took him to the Enfield Care Center, but I haven't had to, to check time to check on uh see if he's i'm sure they just gave him some oxygen and fluids and yeah fine. yeah you know you know, you never know if they've got a carbon monoxide leak uh that maybe gets to him in the heat that's what uh,
3: didn't it isn't that what eventually got rick massed over a period of time yes carbon monoxide because he was a good yeah he was a great driver but i think yes. his career that, was definitely cut short
2: oh it was it was i agree with you 100 percent um one of the first, if I may toot my own horn a little bit. Toot it. Uh, your segment. Okay. That I won the Russ Catlin Award with was about the carbon monoxide and the way it affects the drivers and the carbon um, carbon monoxide filtration system. That was being developed at the time. And uh, it it's really that a lot of people may remember back mm, around 1990, when um, Richard Petty wore that mask that looked like a fighter pilot.
3: You know, I do remember that. That
2: was why. That was why he wore that was because of the carbon monoxide to try to filter it out.
5: Yeah. Can
3: I
2: say one thing, Deb? The picture we had on the cover of uh, Winston Cup scene when I wrote that story was Richard in his fighter pilot mask. Yeah.
5: Greg? No, I was going to say, Deb's right. Richard Petty. That was one thing where Richard Petty got chained with carbon monoxide poison. Rick Mass, same thing. Deb, knows. it's dangerous. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. And it's hot it's, in them cars. I mean, Kyle, Kyle Petty's had it. Dale Jarrett's had it. It's it's a lot of the drivers have had it.
5: If you ever yeah. have it like twice, you it, you it'll keep. The more you have, the more apt you are to have it. And it's it, it's 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 something that really they need to take care of. But anyway, Deb, that's the old segment. And everything. I just want to agree with you. <laughs>
2: well, oh no, 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 no! You're you're good. You're you, good,
3: Greg. You're Greg, today. you got the whole you're two hours. You, you jump in anywhere. I gotta say this. Uh, uh, anything else you got there, Deb? Because I want to I want to say that. Uh, um, I'm lying there in bed uh, a couple of nights ago reading uh, Black Noon, which is about uh, 64 Indianapolis 500 when they stopped it, and I get a text from Deb with the point standings, and I said, "Man, you're up working late." and she said yeah i am Uh, whatever and i said well and i'm laying here reading this book having a bourbon and water and she says i got a great salmon recipe using bourbon and um dad gum she didn't send it to me yesterday i told her you send me the the recipe for bourbon salmon and i will bring the book to charlotte next week to uh and let you borrow it i got to finish it this week i've read it about five times but um that's the deal we've got so i've got to remember that book and i look forward to seeing you again next week deb at the uh the event for bob hissom yeah well not for uh, bob hissom but fun. the one he puts on
2: right there at the memory lane museum outside the fourth turn at charlotte and that'll be fun i think that'll be the first autograph session before the 600 since 2019
3: that's so. exactly what i was saying uh when we came on the air that it, uh, i figured it had to be 2019 i was I said this before, and I already told a story about you were with the La Joys and, and I was with Neil Castles, which uh, uh-huh. we his book had just come out. So uh, anyway, well, that's going to be great. Greg and I will be there with a stack of books. We might sell one or two, and we look forward to seeing you
2: there. Yes, I look forward to seeing you all as well. And I was going to say the story that I was writing the other night when I stopped to do the uh, <laughs> standing <laughs> into you, was an interesting thing that Kevin Harvick has towards the All-Star Race. Okay. And Kevin Harvick thinks that what they should do with the All-Star Race, and, of course, he said, you know, the deal with the Coliseum has now shown that anything is possible. And he said that, in his opinion, what they should do is take a couple of million and go around to different local Short tracks like Hickory and Greenville Pickens and all, and have the all-star race there and help those tracks with their seating and bathrooms and infrastructure and all with the all-star race. Because since RJR left the sport, there's nobody putting money into the local short tracks anymore. That's right. a good idea. RJR did. I like that. So that. That was the story I was working on when I stopped to do the standings and send that to you.
3: <laughs> well, Stick in there, North Wilkesboro and Rockingham while you're at it,
2: well, Wilkesboro's reopening, so it's not the same thing. He's talking about like weekly short tracks ah, like gotcha. I South Boston, Greenville Pickens um, he said, you know you go in and do that with Hickory, give them two million dollars, have the all star race there. They do the upgrades. He said you've probably given them. Fifty more years of life, and at the same time created a place where trucks and infinity could
3: run. That sounds great. That's a good idea. That, Way to go, Kevin. I so,
5: <laughs> yep, uh, That is a great idea. I don't know how you learned it from me, but which I don't know nothing. But that that is a heck of a good thought, and and it makes it a lot of sense. Well, maybe that'll
3: happen, Deb. Uh, is this an article that you uh, you have have you finished it? Is it out there where we can read it?
2: Oh yeah, it's it's already been posted. It was posted the next day on uh, com.
3: Okay. And that's Deb's website, and I would urge everybody to read it. Deb, you're the best. And uh look forward to seeing you next Friday and then next Saturday you will uh have something to talk about.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it should be interesting. It's going to be some long days at Charlotte, but they should be fun.
3: Well, that's uh that's what I- you look forward to i do anyway i don't have the long days you do i I get couch burn or something from sitting there all day but i love it and thanks for coming on deb you're the best and we'll talk to you next week
2: thank you it's always a pleasure
3: all right thank you that's deb williams and uh what is she smartest lady i know smartest lady i know too let's take a break come back turn it over to alan and find out what's happening happening locally you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg
11: Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway, the drive-thru is open.
10: If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this, and you want it to sound like this,
9: there's the pass to Leitner.
10: Puts it up. Yeah! then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it.
1: Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg.
11: River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com.
8: Said no one ever.
0: I love waking up to
8: cold cereal.
11: Nothing satisfies like dry granola.
9: No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage. Biscuits baked to perfection. The enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage, McMuffin, sausage, biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's easy on the go breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. value when product served. I
14: see moon I
3: see and welcome back to start your
4: engines and we're gonna go to Allen hill for the local scene Allen. all right we're gonna start off with harris speedway had eight divisions racing at harris feature event was the 602 thunder series up there but we're gonna start off with the great sportsman first place was cody urshley Second was Chris Jackson. Third was Jesse Wall. In the Front Wheel Drive Division, first place went to Tyler Capp. Second went to Jonathan Butler. Third went to that Data Unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting and He he seems to place every week. Yes, he does. And uh, Going on down to the Young Guns Division, first place went to Caden Presnell. Second went to Jordan Webb. Third went to Leslie Bostic. In the Thunder Bomber Division, first place went to Brandon Satterfield. Second went to Stetson Todd. Third went to Bradley Hip, In the Renegade Slash Stock 8, that combined them two divisions. First place went to Justin Barber. Second went to Brandon Chandler. Third went to Riley Robinette. In the Pure Stock division, first place went to Ray Hudson. Second went to Dwayne Worley. And third went to Mitchell Harris. In the 602 Thunder Series, which was the feature event of the night, first place went to Kevin Stevens. Second went to Brian Gumbles. Third went to Jake Jackson. Moving on down to Cherokee Speedway. Had seven divisions last week. We're going to start off with the 602 Open Wheel Modifieds. First place went to Cole Wagner. Second went to Jeff Robinson. Third went to Harley Stanley. And the Thunder Bomber Division. First place went to Madison Hoots. Second went to Steve Green. Third went to Mark Towell Extreme Four Division. First place went to Chris Bobo. Second went to Anthony Harris. Third went to Zach Stone. Pro four division, first place went to Cody Barber, second went to Dustin Bolin, third went to Randy Weaver. Moving over to the pure stock division, first place went to Mikey Brock, second went to Austin Hatton, and third went to Derek Burgess. In the super sportsman division, first place went to Cade Langley, second went to Landon Thoreau, and third went to Ron Scully. And now a popular division down there, Young Guns V8, first place went to Landon Davis, Second went to Bradley Whiteside. Third went to Ronnie Pinson. And uh, the Bradley Whiteside guy, he got his first win the other night, uh, April 30th. Come back with a second place. As a matter of fact, I think we got him on the phone, don't we, Perry? Yeah, we do. You still out there, Bradley? I am. Okay,
3: good to have you on the show. Welcome to Start Your Engines. Bradley, uh,
15: tell us a
4: little bit about yourself. How old are you?
15: Uh, I'm 15 years old.
4: 15 um, just got your driver's license i just i
15: did <laughs> i
3: was 15 in
4: 1967
15: <laughs> uh, uh tell us where you're from uh i'm from spartanburg south carolina
4: okay uh school what grade you in now?
15: i'm in 10th grade and i go to chapman high school chapman high schools tell us uh what got you
4: into racing
15: well my grandpa and my uncle's been racing all my life and before I was born and ever ever since I went to the first race and been around the shop and everything. i I just fell in love.
4: Well that's a good looking car. I knew there's a little bit of something going on in there. And I saw a picture of that car. It is a beauty. Thank you. Uh what's your favorite race track?
15: Uh I'd probably have to say Cherokee because that's where I run best
4: at. Okay, I think that's where you got your first win, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Uh, did, they give, did they give you the first uh, win ritual over there? <laughs> they did. Well,
3: what What is that?
15: Well, uh, when you win your first race, we get you a time in the mud. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, I think I've seen a picture where you had a mud ball in your hand, so you was giving a little bit of it back to somebody.
15: Yeah, that was my sister. She rubbed it all <laughs> in my
4: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, tell us about who all helped you on your race car.
15: Uh, first I got to thank my uncle, my dad, my mom, uh, Jerry's Garage, uh, Nick Whitesides Pontillity Mulligan's Neighborhood Bar and Grill. There you go. Parts. <laughs> Whitesides Construction. Sai Flight Company and uh, Three Star Vineyard Vine. Okay, uh, I think and my great chief Levante.
4: And I think uh, since you're running Young Guns V8, I think you've got a competitor, and actually, he goes to school with you too, doesn't he? He does. Cole Daltry. Y'all have any? Uh, whenever y'all in uh, school classes, do y'all have any classes together, or y'all different grades?
15: We're in the same grade, and we actually, we do have
4: a class together. Oh, I know what y'all doing in there. Y'all drawing pictures of race cars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's what I was doing. I was telling Alan out in the lobby just now. When I was in the 10th grade, I was, I was building race cars, but there were 124th scale models. Yeah. Made out of
4: plastic. But, uh... Tell us uh what's what's one of your favorite divisions over at Cherokee Speedway? Is it Young Guns V eight or is it another division you like to watch or, or where are your potential of going to? I
15: like uh I like Young Guns V eight because I get to run in that class, but I also like to go down there and watch the sprint cars every now and again.
4: Yep. Uh the Young Guns V eight, uh that is a full size car, full chassis. Yes, sir. Uh, what kind of chassis is up underneath your car right now? Is it uh, Nova or what uh, we call metric cars? or
15: Metric Monte Carlo.
4: Metric Monte Carlo. That's pretty much what we had in Limited Sportsman when uh, me and Danny Tazner was racing over there. Them's uh, good cars and uh, a lot of them out there.
15: Yes, sir. We just built this
4: one brand new this year. Yeah, seems like she's doing pretty good.
15: Who else, uh, do
4: you, uh, you have anybody that's, uh, as far as been in racing for a long time, it's kind of give you right directions to go in and stuff.
15: Uh, it's really been my uncle and my dad, my dad's side of the family. That's the one who races. Okay. So it's really just been them.
4: Well, I'm glad to see Cherokee Speedway bring a Young Guns V8 class in because, They had the four-cylinders, and uh, don't get me wrong, you get used to that four-cylinder, that little lightweight car and stuff like it, now you get into a V8 car, and uh, you got a little bit of more horsepower, plus you got a little bit of weight difference there. So it kind of prepares you to move on up the line whenever you get ready. Yes, sir. Bradley, uh, is there any particular uh,
3: big-time driver that you like to... Emulate or model yourself after that you uh, you use as a role model?
15: Uh, I'd really like to race against my uncle and beat him one time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but as far as like Winston Cup or Indy or any of that, is there any one particular driver you like or is is it, you know, some some guy at a Cherokee Speedway or something, you know, a, a veteran, an older driver? Uh,
15: probably I'd like to race against Kyle Orson.
3: Yeah, well, you'd be picking the pretty good one there to, to run yeah. against there. I got, I got one more question for you, and, and I always ask this when we have the young guys on there. How does being a race car driver help with the girls? You shouldn't have much trouble getting a date, I wouldn't think.
15: No, sir. It's, when you got a race car,
3: they pretty much just come around you, I guess. Well, that's, <laughs> not, I know I should have gotten into racing earlier.
15: Uh, <laughs>
4: I think I think I seen last night. You might have a little problem last night. Did you yes,
15: race? Sir, Ch- I raced at Cherokee last night and we had a little tussle starting. I got pushed up in the wall on the start and a guy behind me came and pushed a bar just about through my fuel cell and been a tie rod in and wasn't able to finish.
4: Okay. Uh, you're going to have that sometimes, so, but, uh, just keep on digging. That's all you can do.
15: Yes, sir. I saw
4: a picture
3: of that car and it's good looking and uh and we wish you the very best, Bradley. Uh I understand uh you've been known to be out there working on your car before school starts out uh out in the garage with the lights on and um, by moonlight.
15: <laughs> yes, sir.
4: Well, uh glad having you on the show, Bradley, and uh good luck in the future over at Cherokee Speedway. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you.
3: Hope we'll have you back sometime. Thank you very much, Bradley.
15: Thank you.
4: All right. Like I said, we're going back to Cherokee Speedway. Last night, they uh, had qualifying for the big 7,500 street stock race over there. Had 45 cars enter this race. Wow. And uh, like I said, had a couple of big main events over there. We're going to start off with the pure stock division. First place went to Nathan Pierce. Second one to Jonathan Bishop. Third went to David Peterson in the Young Guns V8. First place went to Ronnie Pinson. Second went to Landon Davis. And third went to Cole Daughtry. Uh, in heat race, uh, like I said, they had 45 cars over there. They qualified them. Then they brought them out in packs of like eight or nine at a time. Uh, only the first three got to transfer to the main event. They had uh, six heat races there. I'm just going to give you the heat race winners. In the first heat, Chad Thrash. Second heat, Caleb McLaughlin. Third heat, Hayden Moran. Uh, heat number four, Blake Bentley. Uh, heat number five, Trent Ivey. And heat number six, Keenan Vandergriff. Okay. Also, last night, we had Traverse Rest Speedway. Uh, just got the top winners at Traverse Rest Speedway. The Renegade Street Stock Race. First place went to Josh Hoot's. Thunder Bomber Futures, first place, Tyler Abernathy. Uh, Pure Stock Division, first place, Jason Howard McGrew. Uh, Thunder Bombers, Tyler Gass, winner. And the Young Guns, uh, first place, J.J. Coggins. And the SEHA, that is the Hornets Division, big race over there last night, paid a $1,000 to win. First place went to Travis Jameson, And the Crate Sportsman Division, Timmy Smith. Moving up the road to Carolina Speedway. That's in Gastonia. Yep, up in Gastonia. They had five divisions racing up there because they had the steel block bandits up there. A lot of cars up there. So everybody knows that they own a curfew. So uh, they have brought in four other divisions with this. And so that they wouldn't stay up underneath that curfew up there in the super sportsman division. First place went to Bailey Laughlin. Second went to Brian Austin. Third went to Matt Brooks. Pro Four Division. First place went to Jerry Oliver Jr. Second went to Jacob Kinder. Third went to A.J. Barker. Thunder Bomber Division. First place went to Hunter Funderburk. Second went to Justin Truitt. Third went to Isaac Thomas. Hornets Division. First place went to Brandon Spangler. Second went to T.J. Slacks. Third went to Zach Gammon. And the Steel Block Bandits main event. First place went to Dustin Mitchell. Second went to Michael... Batten and third went to tyler bear and let's see tonight they got the fourth annual street stock showdown over at cherokee speedway seventy five hundred dollars to win or oh, a three wide start four hundred dollars to make this main event they also got uh alternate heat main event today for, and uh usually they move the first three over into the big main event field so, uh, a lot of racing going on over at Cherokee. Also on hand, got the Thunder Bombers. Got the Extreme 4, the Pro 4. Tonight at Cherokee Speedway, gates open at 3. Drivers meeting at 6. Stands is $20. Pits is 35 Also, Harris Speedway tonight, bringing the Sprint cars back. Got also on hand with the 602 late models. Renegade slash Street Stock combined. Great Sportsman, Thunder Bombers. Pure Stock, Stock Front Wheel Drive, and Thunder Bomber Futures. And since we're not going to be on before next Friday night, Memorial Day weekend, everybody knows that Travers Rest Race Speedway races on Friday night. And uh, they also got the Extreme 4 Division there, Thunder Bomber Futures, Pure Stock Division, uh, Thunder Bombers, Crate Sportsman, Rookies, Street Stock slash Renegade uh, next Friday night. Driver's Rest Speedway, the gates is going to open up at 5 p.m. Drivers meeting at 7. Uh, hot laps is 7.30. Stands are $15. Pits is 30 uh A little bit change in schedule as far as, I've, just in case I'm repeating it, for driver's meeting is going to be at 6 o'clock at Cherokee Speedway tonight. So uh, might need to get there a little bit early because they're going to put on one show over there tonight at Cherokee Speedway. It sounds like everybody's open for business yes they open for business and uh like to see all our local tracks doing good and uh maybe go gonna survive another year okay well that sounds great and uh it's also gonna sound
3: great when we come back after this break with indie veteran and world 600 winner donnie allison you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg
1: this is the place to be. Listen to Spartanburg Vikings football right here. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. We are And here's what you need to know.
16: Tiger Woods parred his first hole today in round three of the PGA Championship. He bogeyed his second hole, has since followed that up with two more pars. So, Tiger Woods is plus four overall for the tournament and is 13 shots behind leader Will Zalatoris. Zalatoris, a one shot lead at nine under par overall in round three of the PGA Championship. In game two of the NBA's Western Conference Finals on Friday night, the Golden State Warriors rallied from 19 down with 137 left in the second quarter to defeat the Dallas Mavericks 126-117 to despite 42 by Luka Doncic. Golden State leads the series two games to none. In the Stanley Cup playoffs Friday night, the Edmonton Oilers won at Calgary 5-3, tying the West Semis at one win apiece. Carolina Defeated the New York Rangers 2-0. The Hurricanes lead the East Semis 2-0. I'm Isaac Lohenkron.
11: Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app.
14: Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Jannie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jannie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
9: The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney, like Nahar Patel, who has recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com.
7: Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices?
8: A-Plante!
7: Seventy years? How many folks are we still serving every week?
8: A-Plante!
7: Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a-Plante? All lit! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. The Hub City Farmers Market is back. They will be open from 11 to
0: 2 on March 19th for their final winter market, and then they'll be open every Saturday from 8 to noon beginning April 2nd. The Hub City Farmers Market features the freshest local produce, meat, and dairy products, as well as artisan crafts and bath and body products from local vendors. Every Saturday will feature live music as well as activities for the kids. Remember to shop local with the Hub City Farmers Market, presented by Spartanburg Regional, located at 498 Howard Street, Open every Saturday beginning April 2nd.
1: Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3 FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
2: Gentlemen, start your (laughs) engine.
1: Impex Pre Own presents. Starts Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreown.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black, author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood.
3: And welcome back to Start Your Engines. And uh had Donnie Allison on the phone. I actually talked to him. But, uh he kind of acted like he'd just been punched by cal yarborough or something in uh at daytona because he didn't want to talk he said i can't do it right now so uh greg i appreciate you getting him i talked to him he, he said hello he's gonna be it he's gonna be up there with Hefin. well i mean i don't know Uh we can't do anything about it so we still have another guest uh <laughs> coming up in a few minutes i may, I may try to bump him up uh, a little bit that's uh Bob Hissemer, let's uh, let me get into some of my results because I got a whole bunch of it. Nobody saw the truck race last night, huh? No. Nope. Well, I did. I saw I saw it in the background while I was doing my homework, and we had a first-time winner, Stuart Freeson, the Canadian number fifty-two. He uh, he was one happy guy after that uh, victory. He said, "We've been working for this for three years, and it's been it's been a lot of really tough times for us, and this is like everything coming together." And he was he was a very happy camper and it is the camping world series so i guess that that's rather appropriate but stuart freeson was the winner second and it was a good battle they had a green white checker um but not because of a crash uh, uh i mean not because of a crash during a green white checker it just sort of turned out that way towards the end of the race and um it was a good good finish a bunch of them right there together 90, uh car 98 uh was second that was christian eckes third was ryan priest fourth was carson Hostsevar, who led a bunch of the race he uh um well it says he led four laps but freeson led 60 eckes led 40 and priest led 40 uh led uh, 27 fifth was ty majeski sixth was john hunter nemacek seventh was Corey heim eighth chandler smith Ninth was Matt Crafton, and tenth was Matt D. Benedetto. And uh, the point standings for the trucks John Hunter Nemacek has a four point lead over Ben Rhodes, who is in second. Chandler Smith is third. Stuart Friesen fourth. Zane Smith is fifth. Tama Jeski sixth. Christian Eck is seventh. Carson Hostsovar is eighth. Grant Enfinger ninth. And Matt Crafton is tenth. Some other names Matt D. Benedetto is thirteenth. Parker Klingerman is 15th, and this is the point standings. And uh, in the race last night, I uh, I usually pay particular attention to the black number one, and that is Hallie Deegan, and she uh, started sixth. She had a real good starting spot, but she ended up 17th for uh, no particular reason. I mean, she just got shuffled back there. So uh, that's that's how the trucks ran last week. Of course, they will be in action next uh, Friday for the and it's been named this I think since they first started it so this is a a really a long line of these uh North Carolina Lottery 200s and it's been that for as long as they've been running the trucks there so I I like to see a series where they have some continuity and you don't change the name of the race every week and say it's the 15th annual uh, have a Tampa cigar 500 when it's the first annual have, have a Tampa cigar. I like I like continuity. Shows that you you've been around a long time and we uh have that at Charlotte of course with the Coca-Cola World 600 which hadn't changed its name in ages. Of course I go back to when it was just the World 600, but anyway. They ran last week as we talked with Deb about at Kansas and um the winner and kind of a surprise he was, uh, also unfortunately announced his divorce and asked for, uh, people respect his privacy about that, but he, he really was willing to talk about winning the race. So, uh, got mixed emotions there for Kurt Busch and car number 45. And that's the 2311 racing team owned by Michael Jordan. And, um, what's his name? Come Denny, on. Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. There you go. <laughs> uh, And, you know, um, his teammate, Bubba Wallace, finished 10th. He's already won a race. He won Talladega last year. So
4: they got two wins under their belt, that team does. And uh, if you watched uh, Kurt Busch in that car, he could kind of get behind, and he'd show it in car camera, and he would just drive it right back up through there so easy. He had a dominant car all day. Uh, Kyle Larson tried to make that move and tried to slide job up in front of him. And, boy, Kyle... Kyle Larson had that gun sideways and mm-hmm. up against the wall, but uh, I'm sitting here, had Kyle pick for the for the ticket, and I'm sitting there saying, you fixed and wreck my car. <laughs> <laughs> but you but, know,
3: he had a pretty good battle with his brother Kyle for a while.
4: There. Yes, he did, but uh, that car was just a dominant car all day, and you know, sometimes you get that car and it makes the driver look good. Well, it was his day, there's no doubt about it, and he hadn't had his day
3: in quite a while, but... And as I said with Deb, that was his thirty fourth win, and that's a bunch of wins. That's getting on up there.
4: And I noticed something. Did you see the Bubba Wallace pit stop where the tire got loose and Denny Hamlin called in on his crew chief? And you see what his crew chief said? No, I missed that. You need to focus on your car. Don't worry about the four don't <laughs> worry about the twenty three car. Don't be a car owner. <laughs> there you go. And I I knew right then we might start having a little feud right here. Well. He's got a point. Yes, he does.
3: All right, Kyle Busch did finish second. I'm sorry, Kyle Larson did finish second. Kurt Busch was the winner, and Kyle Busch was third. Um, and to your point, Alan, Kyle led. Uh, Kurt led 116 laps, so that was a uh, that was pretty dominant out of 267 lap race. Far more than anybody else. Uh, fourth was Denny Hamlin with uh, being the part owner in that team. Fifth the Kurt Busch team uh, with Michael Jordan fifth was Christopher Bell so it was a good day for Toyota all the way around uh sixth Martin Truex in a Toyota seventh was Ross Chastain who just continues to have good finishes I didn't realize he got kind of woozy after the truck race last night as Deb explained to us but I'm sure they'll have him ready to go by tomorrow uh eighth was Ricky Stenhouse having another good finish ninth was Alex Bowman and tenth was Bubba Wallace so uh The point standings as far as Cup goes, and this is after um, Kansas, and this is the playoff standings and not the point standings. And, of course, now we've had 11 different winners. We've got two guys that have won twice. That's William Byron, who leads the points by eight points over Ross Chastain. Third, and these guys next uh, through uh, 11th place have all got one win. Chase Elliott is third, um, Kyle Busch is fourth, Joey Logano fifth, Alex Bowman is sixth, Kyle Larson seventh, Chase Briscoe is eighth, Uh, Austin Sendrick, the Daytona 500 winner, is ninth, Kurt Busch is tenth, and Denny Hamlin is eleventh. Twelve through sixteen, these guys haven't won a race, so this is based on their stage points. Ryan Blaney is twelfth, Martin Truex thirteenth, Christopher Bell, fourteenth, Kevin Harvick, fifteenth, and Eric Almarola in his last season in um, auto racing is 16th. On the outside looking in and trying to find a way to get in there, you've got uh, Tyler Reddick and Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez. Uh, they're, uh, they're just off just off the uh, pace a little bit. Now, let's look at this all-star race. Uh, and I've got a whole bunch of stuff about it here, and I'm not going to be able to read all of it, but it's, um, it's at Texas course as i said and there's 20 eligible drivers in it and uh, a.j allmendinger will be in the number 16 for college racing and for the open there's 16 cars entered including uh number 15 with smithley and landon castle in the number 17 the uh they will qualify for this and i've got that somewhere around here as well the race format the first stage is 25 laps and uh, it's so convoluted, I'm not even going to go over it. Like, the stage one winner will start from the pole in the final stage as long as he finishes 15th or better in stages two or three. How in the heck are you supposed to keep up with that? Well, they got that for, like, everything, uh, each of the stages. So I'll just tell you how many laps they are, and they'll, uh, we'll let Mike Joy explain it to you as it happens. Stage two is 25 <laughs> laps. You like that, Greg? Um, uh, stage two is 25 laps. Then there's a special break. For a pit stop competition, and then um, stage three is twenty five laps, and stage four is fifty laps, and this should be over sometime before church on Sunday. I'm telling you, they get this thing thing so uh, so complicated, you can't keep up with it as a fan. And I went a few years ago. It's been quite a while now, and uh, they changed the format every year. So once again, there's zero continuity. But it in person takes forever. Because there's something going on in commercials, and they got to do it. Drags on forever. I, it's, I would
5: I wouldn't attend the All Star Race if they had it in my backyard, unless they let me pick how to do it. But that's that's, that's right. And it, Perry, as we were going down, we were talking about NASCAR's future, about the electric and this that and whatever. It me and Perry decided the only way NASCAR can survive uh, the, the, with all the troubles going on is it, run a hybrid car, part electric okay well, we'll but get, anyway but you mean you thought about that and that is a possibility
3: yeah but anyway we're right now talking about the the nascar all-star race in the open and it's a, it's at texas uh and there's 20 drivers as i named and you can pretty much figure out who they are i don't see any surprises in here michael mcdowell's in there uh, of course bubba wallace won a race so he's in there and uh but the in the open there's 16 starters and quickly they are Austin Dillon, Corey LaJoy, Tyler Reddick, Garrett Smithley, Chris Boucher, Harrison Burton, Justin Haley, Todd Gilliland, Cole Custer, Todd Dillon, Eric Jones, Ricky Stenhouse, Cody Ware, Landon Castle, PJ McLeod, and Daniel Suarez. So those are the cars that will battle it out for um, the right to get into the open uh, or into the all-star race. That is the open. Of course, the next race will be next Sunday, the third of the big trifecta with, uh, um monte carlo and indianapolis will be the coca-cola world 600 and the pre-race show i think something like five but the race is scheduled scheduled to start at six on fox um quickly in xfinity it was um texas was a a pretty rough outing for jeremy clements he wasn't particularly close to doing well he finished 20th um uh well, no, I'm sorry. They didn't run at Kansas, so this is going back to Darlington. Standings haven't hasn't changed. I'm sorry. I was thinking about something else there as I'm looking at the clock. Jeremy is 20th. He is tied, actually, for 19th with Miat Snyder. He's 23 bo- b- points behind Alex LeBay, who is 18th, and Brandon Brown is 47 points ahead of him. They did qualify yesterday for the Xfinity, and uh, Noah Cragson is on the pole. Tyler Reddick is second. Austin Hill third, Brandon Jones fourth. Row three is Ryan Truex and Justin Allgaier. The fourth row is Ty Gibbs and Josh Berry. And the fifth row is Sam Mayer and Riley Herbst. Jeremy starts 19th. That's inside of the 10th row with Jeb Burton. So, uh, there are 38 cars in the race, and he's got a long way to go, but he doesn't qualify that well, but always seems to, you know, he gets, he gets it together in time for the race. And, um uh, Hopefully he'll do that today. That race is at 1.30 on um, FS1. And we'll go to break after this. ARCA, they um, they ran at Kansas on uh, last Saturday, the 14th. And Nick Sanchez was the winner. Raja Karuth was second. Daniel Dye was third. Gus Dean fourth. Connor Mozak was fifth. Will Kimmel sixth. Greg Van Alst was seventh. Ron Vandermeer Jr. was eighth. Amber Balkin, I still think that's probably a woman, was ninth. And Tony Breidinger, who I know is a female, was tenth. The arc of points. Uh, Nick Sanchez is back in first place. He's got two wins. Rajah Carruth is, uh, actually, they're tied for first. How about that? Third is Daniel Dye. Fourth, Corey Heim. Fifth, Tony Breidinger. Sixth, Gus Dean. Seventh, Amber Balkin. Eighth, D.L. Wilson. Ninth, Parker Chase. And tenth, ryan huff they will run next friday before the truck race and the general tire 150 at the charlotte motor speedway let's take a break come back and we will uh see if we can get bob Hissam on early and um if not we got plenty to talk about still you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg
1: Big selection, all great, better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for forty-five or even the first ninety days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, eighty-nine eighty-nine Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving, no matter what.
6: There's something special happening year-round
0: in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The City of Spartanburg, always doing.
10: Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848
3: and welcome back to start your engines and it's my pleasure to welcome to the show a guy that will talk to us this morning bob hissom good morning bob
17: morning how are you guys doing today well we're doing
3: good except we just got stiffed by donnie allison who was supposed to be our 11 o'clock guest and when i got him on the phone he said he couldn't do it so uh, uh that's racing well that that that's uh, you know that's true right there
17: I've, got, I've had that happen a couple times too so
3: well we will be at your place greg and i are gonna leave spartanburg at 7 30 next friday morning and look forward to your event tell us about what you got going and where it is and uh, the hours and who I was going to be there.
17: Oh, okay. Well, well, the thing's going to start at um, ten o'clock at, at Morrison's, Morrison's Motor uh, Car Museum. Uh, you go to the Charlotte Motor Speedway and you turn left and whip past Turn Four and down to the foot of the hill. That that Morrison's uh, Motor Car Museum is on the right hand side there. You can't miss it. There's a big sign. You know, you'll see some cars by the set setting out in the grass there's some race cars.
3: That's actually isn't that that's highway twenty nine, right? Yes it is. Okay.
17: And so uh anyway uh, when you come down there just go ahead and up to the tops of the hill. There'll be people there uh, showing you where to where park at and everything this is the uh, opening ceremonies are gonna be uh at uh, at uh, ten o'clock uh, on it on it and uh and now uh, they're gonna recognize the uh, the 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 veterans and and uh, play the Star-Spangled Banner. And, uh, so uh, anyway, got the, a little bit of opening uh, ceremonies in it. And uh, then 11 o'clock, the uh, autograph session will start. And uh, we got a pretty good lineup right here. I don't know who all going to be there yet uh, from other people there, but uh, I've got about 30 people myself I've got lined up to come. But uh, Well, you
3: better check if, with Donnie Allison if he's supposed to be there because he might not show up. I don't know what happened. Well, well, exactly right there. I can't believe he did that. But. Well, uh, you know, he's uh, what eighty-two years old or something, and he he just yeah. did he did it. But that's okay. I'm seventy, and I'm ready to go. And Greg and I'll be up there, and we have a uh, we have Deb Williams on every week. And um, we were talking about your event uh, during her segment at ten twenty an hour ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. Deb's looking forward to it. Who old are you? A uh, pretty sure is going to show up.
17: Well, the, uh, the people that, that I know for sure is going to show up right there uh, you know, is Dink Wydenhouse. Uh, of course, he was driver back in the late uh, 40s right there, drove the B-29 in the old modified division right there. And, uh, and uh, he ran against uh, Glenn Woods and much of those guys in the convertible series back there. Uh, uh, when he ran the sportsman, of course, he ran in the modified series. But uh, Glenn Woods uh, made a statement one time that when you went to the racetrack, and Dink Widenhouse showed up. That was the man to me. It wasn't him. It was Dink Widenhouse.
3: Well, he's a good one, and he's a he's a fine old gentleman. I like talking to
17: Dink. He's one of the finest guys that I have met in the get out the racing part of it here that I've done. Uh, Ronnie came from uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. Drove in a convertible series, and he started in like nineteen fifty six. and I think, he drove to about sixty two. But uh but uh, did, a, did you know did a fine job with it. And uh, Will Concrete, I was talking to him again the other day at the museum Thursday, matter of fact. And you know, and Will Will's gonna be there with his uh with his book book uh in it. And uh, you know, Terry Anderson's gonna be there, guy Terry's uh, was a crew member for uh, for Cecil Gordon, and and our buddy over in Tennessee, Travis Taylor. What a what a piece of work that is. Right? The coal miner. <laughs> exactly right, the coal miner. And now we've got uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Helms is uh, going to be there. Uh, uh, Bobby Allison, of course, the Hall of Famer is going to be there. Bill Blair, with the, uh, the Bill's going to be there. And Erwin uh, uh, Brooks, uh, 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 that's uh, Earl's son right there. Right. And uh, they're going to have the replica car that uh, Earl drove the 68 uh, uh, Ford in it. And Randy Bethia is going to be there from from Tennessee also.
3: Now, he's the African-American driver that uh, sort of fell into that, um, in my mind anyway, sort of in that era with, uh, oh, gosh, I hate it when I can't think of a name, the, uh, the guy that was in that series uh, last summer, um, the other African-American driver. But anyway, he's a little known African-American driver, but uh, really? he
17: actually, uh, he was out there banging away for a few years. You're exactly right, and uh, you're talking about one nice guy right there. That uh, that uh, that we talked to him out here. I think it's about a month ago, and now uh, one of the guys from the museum I went over to visit him right there, and we have one of his uniforms that he's going to. Uh, notice for the for the museum, and uh, you know we're thrilled to death with it right there. But uh, anyway, I'm Jerry Cook, NASCAR Hall of Famer. I've never
3: met Jerry Cook.
7: He's a good one.
17: Jer- yes, sir, Jerry. Cook has modified the uh, driver from from my from, from from my room, New York, the same place as Richie Evans. Now they run against each other um, a lot. One week uh, Jerry would win, next week Irwin, uh, uh, the uh, the team would uh, win win just uh, you know just take turns on it. Here we uh, we have a modified that Jerry had uh, done one of his original cars. And uh, I'll tell you, it was one of the funniest things right there that, that uh, Jerry came in, he says, Bob, he says, uh, would you put that car over there next to Richie Evans? I've got a message from you from my wife. And I said, now what, the, uh, now what does she want? <laughs> and they said, uh, when you park that car in there in line, I want it to be exactly 12 inches in front of Richie's on the side there. So it says she will be checking on that, so I got a big kick out of it right there. So I got my ruler out. I measured exactly 12 inches where the tires would be, in it. and I said, Now, I've got a problem on this, Jerry. You need to tell your, tell your wife. I know Lynn Evans and Billy Netswitch real well. So anyway, that when they come into the museum, I'm going to have to bring that car up there. She says, As long as she doesn't sit, that that's okay. But
3: when she goes back in, that car better be twelve inches ahead. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's kind of weird. Um, uh, now uh, we're talking to Bob Hissam from the North Carolina Auto Racing Hall of Fame and Museum. Um, so, uh, I, who else you got up there? I know there's uh last time I was there. Of course, you had I I sat next to Brownie King, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, but you had to you had a couple of joys, and you had a. Uh, um, uh, Actually, you had some people that aren't with us anymore because when the last time you had it was 2019, right?
17: Uh, yes, it was 2019 because of COVID. It uh, got us two years in a row on it there. So
6: yeah.
17: I, I know we couldn't have, oh, I've got uh, Pat, Patrick Reynolds with, uh, with, uh, with Speed Week, uh, too, is going to be there.
14: Okay.
17: And, and uh, of course, got uh, Mike Sykes, Sykes, the president of the old-timers uh, racing club, which he was a NASCAR uh, Official for several years. Of course, uh, you, you and uh, Greg's going to be there. Yep. And uh, now, now uh, Jerry Hatcher, you know, which was an NASCAR uh, official, the flagman too, just like his dad was, like Earl Hatcher was. And now uh, Gary Llewellyn, uh that was uh, the son of uh, Jimmy lewell, who uh, raced back and uh, was one of the pioneers in getting getting you know, racing like in the late '40s and early '50s with Bill Blair Sr. And I uh, had Robin Agar and his crew chief for Terry Labonte, and I uh, got Jerry Nadeau's coming.
3: I met Jerry Nadeau up there last year. In fact, we even talked about writing a book because he's got a he's got a fascinating story with. Uh,
17: exactly.
3: He uh, he's yeah. had uh, quite a bit of trouble and sort of went to a dark place there after he had that bad wreck at Richmond that year uh, right. exactly. when he slammed into the wall on the driver's side.
17: Yeah, but uh, I got. Uh, uh, you know, Ronnie Thomas is supposed to be there. Uh, Phil Combs, Bill Magnum with the uh, Virginia Carolina Early Dirt Racers Association uh, is going to be there. And uh, and uh, Kenny Smentley right there is, uh, is the new guy that's taken the uh, Virginia Carolina Early Dirt Racers Association uh, over Bill Magnum. has kind of stepped back uh, because of his uh, age and health a little bit. Uh, uh, Ray Turner, Ray Lamb from, uh, from Richmond, Virginia will be there. Johnny Yancey from uh, from uh, from uh, Tennessee is going to be there too, which is good. And uh, Deb Williams, and then we got another later coming too. Lillian Vandiver, she got she got she running the number eight uh, car in the baby in the baby grand. I remember when
5: Lillian Vandiver drove.
17: Well, there you go. So she's going to be there.
5: What what about Eddie Dickerson, Knuckles, and some of the guys that, yeah. made a mark in the sport? Uh, there you go. They they'll be there, I'm sure.
17: Oh yeah. And uh, Joy, Joy, and Peggy Flock, Flock is going to be your know, Tim Flock's uh, daughters, right? There is going to be there, and Rex White is going is going to try. it. He said that he'll just have to have to let me know at the last minute, though, just make sure he's you know he's feeling good. You.
3: Boy, I'd love to see Rex because I know he's had a few health problems here lately, and he's a uh, uh, yes, he's about ninety two years old. He? He's a uh, y- yeah. I always call him the champ because he was the champ, and uh,
5: God, I love Rex. Yeah, I'd love uh, to see him be there, and he'll pick the uh,
3: phone uh, up too.
17: Sixty great. Uh, you know the 1960 grand national champion he's the oldest uh, nascar champion
5: exactly
3: and he's also uh between 1959 and 1962 he won more um grand national races than anybody
17: that's exactly right yeah, and i think he beat richard petty in 1960 when he won the championship by like like, a, like a, uh like uh 3,400 points or something like that uh that uh that series that year Yeah, no, rex
3: was was and still is great as far as that goes well now um let me ask you this uh i know you have some vendors outside selling things and um but uh, does it cost anything for the fans to get in and meet these uh legends
17: Yep. You know, well the uh morrison uh the morrison motor car museum i don't know what their rate is right there but i think it's reasonable rate. i think they make a special rate uh on it but uh uh uh, what you do, you just go into the building itself right there. And of course, that, that, that puts you through the museum, too, right there. But you'll be going past all the legends. I'm um, going to get a couple of rooms there for where we signed autographs, just like we did there back in 19.
3: Yeah, and uh, there's some great displays. Now, tell us about where you usually hang out every day up in Mooresville at the North Carolina um, um Auto Is it called, I think it's the proper name is the North Carolina Auto Racing uh, Hall of Fame and Museum. Is that what it's called? Uh, yes. yes you've got yes, some so. great old stock cars in there. I mean, the real things, I don't know if, if any of them are replicas at all, but that doesn't matter. They, I know you've got a lot of authentic cars up there. And, uh, boy, I tell you, every state's got a Hall of Fame except South Carolina, and I bellyache about it all the time. But tell us, uh, tell us about what you've got up there in uh, Mooresville and um and when you're open and what uh what it costs to get in uh your museum
17: oh okay well uh, well we have like a like a senior rate if you're uh, uh 55 and older or uh, or a uh, veteran right there we have we have like four and six dollar uh rates right there the people it's not uh 50 55 will pay the six dollars get four dollars with the others and you then we have a family package, too, as long as there's a couple within reason family members out there and uh, we have a special rate, rate on that but um anyway, uh, some of the cars we've got in there we have a nineteen ninety four Bobby Reholt, uh Indy car, which is a real thing that's a get a Miller car and uh and one of my favorites in there too is a nineteen thirty nine Ford Louise Smith mm. from from Greenville, South Carolina there. And, uh, you, know, and she would, you, know, you, you know, she was inducted in 1999 into the International Motorsports Hall of Fame at Talladega. She was the first woman to be inducted in as a female stock car driver. Yeah. And, you know, then a few years later, right there, uh, that, uh, the Shorty, Shorty Moe Downey went in, and Janet Guthrie went, uh, went in, of course, for um, Indy racing. But, uh, anyway, uh, we got that car there. And uh, the car we have, uh, that, uh, that there's a letter that's with a car that the people in Florida that owns the car says that it ran on the Sands of Daytona two different times. So uh, so, that was, so that's kind of a neat uh, car right there. Her, her, her car right there, 39 Ford. But uh, uh, we have a 59 uh, Ford Thunderbird in there that uh, that was one of the eight Ford Thunderbirds that Ford Motor Company had Holman Moody to build that year. Now, later in the summer, Holman Moody built some more 59 T-Birds. But the one we have, the Fritz Wilson from, uh, from around uh, uh, Western Salem, mm-hmm. that's that's a real car, and it's been restored, and it's also a zipper top. Mm. It, uh, so we have that. Then we have uh, now, a zipper top. Those are the
3: ones where you could uh, run it as a hard top and then just pop off the roof, yeah. and it was a convertible.
17: You know, exactly right. And then then, uh, you, know, you had to have the roll cage and everything uh, in it. But, uh, but Bill Frantz. Paid the independents back, back in the late uh, 50s right there. He, he uh, uh, you know, now paid about $100 uh, if they wanted to cut their top off. $100 back in the late 50s right there is pretty good money.
3: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know they had a, a, a lot of zipper tops because they would. And, and then they, even back in those days, they had mixed races. I think they called them sweepstakes when they ran the convertibles and the hard tops in the same race.
17: You exactly right. Yeah, now, like a lot of the races right there that they had to modify running in there, too. Yeah. They had the sportsman, the sportsman cars.
3: Now, I haven't been to your museum in quite a while. Um, you had us up there a few years ago, when again, when the Neil Castles book first came out. And it uh, mm-hmm. um, seems like you, did, you had a Bud Moore car in there, didn't you? And a Rusty Wallace? Yep. Joel, we have
17: a Rusty Wallace um, uh nineteen eighty uh, 1980, uh car that uh, that he had right there then we have the the Pontiac midnight the last Pontiac midnight uh in there get out when they went for the next year there was there was uh there was uh, one real good car was left Rusty uh rest of really really worked on uh yeah one of those cars that year for uh for in these uh, racing and wrecking and so uh anyway he uh then now uh, then we have a, a uh, we had a Lake Speed uh, Bud Moore car in there. Okay, and uh, and, uh, and I think it was 1972 that Morgan Shepherd uh, drove that car and won the race. Up, up, you know, I believe it was in Atlanta with it.
3: Well, I know I saw, uh, and I forgot you had Indy cars in there too. And uh,
17: it's just a great museum,
3: and it's in Mooresville, North Carolina.
17: Uh, yes, Mooresville, North Carolina. Just I just got off at exit uh, 36, and that. Uh, like If you're heading north uh, uh, from Charlotte, I'm uh, going up. Just uh, get off the exit 36 and uh, at the ramp, take a left right there and cross right back over 77 and go two lights down, you're going to see a Chick-fil-A there. and turn down, that takes you right into the race shop. You go down into a dip, right top field, you can take the first right, and you'll see the North Carolina Auto Racing
3: Hall of Fame there. And it's worth the travel up there if you'll go uh – I'm sure you got a website. Look it up on the website, and you can see a sample of what they've got in there, and it's uh, it's uh, it's worth the trip to Morrisville. Bob, we look forward to seeing you up there next week in Charlotte, outside Turn 4 at the Morrison Museum. And uh, there you go. we uh, appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you very much.
17: Hey, God, uh, we thank you, too, for right there. Of course, we got the Moonshine Festival and Racers Reunion coming up, too, September. We don't want to forget about that.
3: No, we won't forget about that. And nah, I... Uh, I'll uh, I'll bring uh I'll bring Greg with me to that one too, and we'll have a we'll uh have uh you know like uh if it's Mayberry days we'll uh I'll I'll be bringing Otis. Hey, uh, I'll uh,
17: we'll stop down at uh, Snappy's lunch and get that pork chop sandwich. And how's that?
3: There you go to Snappy's lunch. Did you see where uh, Charlene Darling passed away this week?
17: Oh, that's what i heard right there Yeah, you know, that's a shame right
3: there. her name was i know, can't think of her first name there i can't think of her first name but her last name was mancuso but yeah. she played charlene Darling, and she was always yeah. hanging on andy and uh oh yeah and her daddy'd say would always blame andy for egging her own <laughs> it was the other way around
17: oh, is that right? that's exactly right. the other way around
3: always yeah <laughs> bob thanks for coming on we love having you and i look forward to see a new uh Greg and I, when we come up there next uh, Friday morning.
17: Hey, sounds like a winner right there. We'll, uh, we'll have a good time and get, psyched. get some more race stories told there.
3: Yeah. Thank you very much, Bob. We'll see you next week.
17: Okay. Thanks a lot, Doug. Uh,
3: Appreciate uh, it. All right. Bye-bye. All right. It's Bob Hissom, and uh, he uh, has been doing that for a long time. He's really involved in uh, preserving the history of the sport, and he really does have a I, – I don't think he really did justice to uh, – who all uh is going to be there next friday because uh i know they had a lot of drivers and a lot of car owners and mechanics and uh um and then at his own hall of fame you know don miller you remember don miller that was with uh penske and uh in fact he got his leg cut off uh at talladega one time during a pit stop when uh grant adcock slammed into the back of gary bettenhausen he's uh He's like hanging out in the back room there at the North Carolina Museum, and that's where all these Rusty Wallace Miller cars come from So uh, that they've got. But anyway, let's take our last break. We'll come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg
13: low prices big selection quality customer service that's nissan of greer get big savings on over 300 new nissans shop our large selection of used vehicles including nissan certified pre-owned plus we're the place for commercial fleets for expert service and if you need credit come and get it ask about military college grad and mobility assist savings too hurry to nissan of greer today low prices big selection and committed to quality customer service call 864-479-1197 for more details
14: Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
11: River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com.
1: Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM,
9: WSPG Spartanburg. It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. ba da Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offered combo meal. Coca-Cola and Fenn are registered trademarks of the Coca-Cola Company.
3: up, AJ. Back for our last segment and uh, I can't do anything around here without Alan fact-checking me. What'd you find out, well, Alan? I
4: had a viewer text me fact-check. Stuart, Y'all calling Stuart Friesen's first win? Yep. He actually won at Eldora on dirt and then he went back to Phoenix and won at Phoenix. So that's his third win at Texas last night. Well. And I'd like to thank my viewer for texting that in to me.
3: Well, I, I don't know if I like it. <laughs> deb Deb didn't correct me and she's usually on top of that stuff but that's
4: okay hey i think i I remember him winning on the dirt up there you know his wife runs dirt that's that's correct uh they are pretty competitive i remember they
3: both tried to qualify at bristol last year but we uh we strive for accuracy here and uh and a um, highly journalistic radio show we have so if if i get it wrong it's wrong and uh I think Mike had an exception with something that uh, Bob Hissom just said, but we'll, uh, maybe we'll let him talk about that in a future show. Let me move on here with uh, in our last 12 minutes. Um, Indy is coming up. They ran on the road course last week, as uh, Johnny Rutherford was talking about when he was on the show. And Colton Herta, you know, did you watch any
4: of the IndyCar race last week? uh yes because so you know I that was, you i said boy this is the best indy car race because they couldn't figure out if they wanted to be on rain tires or dry tires." exactly and they had
3: a mixture of tires out there yes. and the, the guys that uh guessed wrong were in big trouble and it seemed like it was like i know some people that were on rain tires when the track dried out the tires were in shreds in about a lap or two yes sir but um so the winner was colton herta he started 14th, and he won the race, and he dra- races for uh, Andretti Kurbagajanian. Second was Simon Paginot. Third was Will Power. Fourth, Marcus Erickson. Fifth, Connor Daly. Sixth, Felix Rosenquist. Seventh, Takuma Sato. Eighth, Callum Elat, who was a rookie. Ninth was Christian uh, Lundgaard, who is a rookie. And tenth was Scott Dixon. And looking on down the line... Uh, Helio Castroneves was 14th, 15th starting 25th was Tatiana Calderon and she drives AJ Foyt's car number 11 and there was some morons on uh, Facebook this week and, uh, and other places on the internet that I was, uh, unfortunately found because they were just, given every excuse in the world why tatiana calderon didn't deserve anything that she's getting and um i don't get into it too much but i just got out on there and said you know she finished 15th out of 27 and um, she uh finished on the lead lap and she was ahead of graham ray hall um ramon uh, Groshan defending champion alex palou Previous race winners this year, Patricio O'Ward and Scott McLaughlin. Um, and on down the line, she beat Jimmy Johnson, Juan Pablo Montoya, and Foyt's other cars were last and next to last with Kyle Kirkwood and Dalton Kellett and, um, and Joseph Newgarden. She beat some good people. I don't see how in the world she doesn't get credit for it, but she got credit for it from me. And I flat out call these people on the Internet, um, on Facebook idiots, because they are. I mean, that's just, I don't know what the problem they got. Maybe they can't get a date or there's something else going on with them that they don't like women just for the sake that they're women. Women are good race drivers. There's a lot of them. There's been plenty of them in the past. And uh, Tatiana Calderon is not running the ovals. She's running um, uh, just uh, road courses. I think he had J.R. Hildebrand in her car at Texas, and I believe he's going to qualify it at Indianapolis. So uh, the next race. Oh, let me do the point standings after after the Indianapolis road course. Will Power has got a 14-point lead over Alex Palou. Palou is the way that's pronounced. Scott McLaughlin is third. Joseph Newgarden fourth. Scott Dixon fifth. Colton to sixth. Patricio O'Ward is seventh. Marcus Erickson eighth. Roman Grosjean ninth. And Renus VK is tenth. They will run next at 1 o'clock next Sunday afternoon. And what, in my opinion, is the greatest auto race in the world. The 106th annual Indianapolis 500. I think the pre-race starts at 11. The race starts around 1 o'clock with NBC. And uh, it's it's a spectacle. They uh, they just lined up the 30. I only got 33 cars, so there will be no bumping tomorrow. But uh, but they they qualified. They ran yesterday. And Penske gave them 90 extra horsepower. Uh, I didn't know how he quite had that power but uh he does and they gave him 90 extra horse, horsepower and but they had like a 25 to 40 mile an hour wind blowing from south to north which would be like in your face uh coming up the main straightaway and at your back going down the back stretch because turn one and two is the south end of the track and three and four is the north end on a speed trap going into the third turn um, they, uh, they got one set up going into the first turn and one set up going into the third turn. I, I don't know how long it is, several hundred yards, but, uh, I'm going to read you what it says here with this, uh, 25 mile an hour wind blowing. It says, uh, and this is off the internet. Drivers were on the edge and willing to complete a f- and unwilling to complete a four lap run without lifting off the gas during the blistering fast mock qualifying runs. Connor Daly, with a Chevrolet engine for Ed Carpenter Racing, maxed out at an eye-popping 243.724 miles per hour in turn three, where the wind was the fiercest and blowing south to north, as I just said. Nothing prepares you for going into turn three at 240 miles an hour. It's not pleasant for anyone, said Penske team driver Scott McLaughlin. But they did get some... uh, Nobody... Nobody was actually with that win put together four laps as a mock qualifying run. But the fastest speed so far of all 33, and I'm not going to read them all, but right now, Takuma Sato has the fastest lap at 232.789 miles an hour. Now, he, uh, just to give you some perspective, the track record was set back in 1997, I think. It was somewhere in there by Erie Leyendijk. And the track record is exactly 237.498 miles an hour. So there's still about 7 miles an hour off of it. But with 90 extra horsepower, and if the wind dies down a little bit, there's no telling what might happen. Alexander Rossi is second at 231.8. Third is Patto Patricio Award at um, uh, 231.7, almost 8. Marcus Erickson is fourth. Scott Dixon fifth. Felix Rosenquist is sixth. David Malukas, a rookie, is seventh. Tony Kanan, who was supposed to retire last year, is eighth at 231. A lot of them at 231. Scott McLaughlin is ninth, and Joseph Newgarten is tenth. Looking on down the line, Ramon Grosjean is 15th fastest. Jimmy Johnson 17th, so he's right there in the middle. He's not nearly the fastest and not nearly the slowest, but he uh, he put together... Uh, 13 laps and um, his fastest was 229, 929 so call it 230 uh, Helio is uh, 19th fastest, Pagano's 21st and uh, looking on down the line here um, and that's about it, Juan Pablo Montoya is the 32nd fastest and Colton Herta actually was the slowest and he won on the road course last week now they will qualify today it's only going to be on peacock and uh, but it's just they're going to decide if I'm not mistaken, positions thirty three through eleven, and then they're going to take the ten fastest tomorrow and break that up into two sessions and that will be on NBC and I've got the everything about it right here uh, to pick the pole position quickly. Uh, Formula One was off last week. They run at Spain tomorrow. Points, uh, Roger Le- Charles Leclerc is first, Vax, v- Max Verstappen is second, Sergio Perez is third, um, and the point standing. The WeatherTech sports car series, I wish we had given it more time today, but that's just the way it fell. Um, but our wheeling engineering racing, Mike Hill's car, had a podium. They finished third, that's two in a row, with uh, Tristan Nunez and Pipo Durrani. Ricky Taylor won it with Felipe Albuquerque and uh, Minolta acura second was oliver jarvis tom blomquist and as i said the wheeling car with nunez and durani was third the points in the weathertech sports car championship felipe albuquerque and ricky taylor are first um 32 points back is tom blomquist in third and i guess that's because he races sometimes and sometimes he doesn't 104 points back is alex land and earl bamber and then um next is richard Westbrook and Tristan Vautier, 124 back. And our team with the Wheeland Cadillac, Tristan Nunez, and Pipo Dorani are 132 points back. They will race next weekend on Saturday at Belle Island in uh, the Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix. From what I understand, they're going to leave Belle Island after this year. I didn't know that. So uh, we'll get more details on that later. As far as television, quickly. Um... Any practice, uh, well, it's already over. Formula One qualifying is over. That was all on TV this morning. Okay, live on Peacock from 12 o'clock to 5.50 is Indianapolis 500 qualifying, and all 33 of them will be out there and take 10 for the next day. Um, All-star race, uh, excuse me, one thirty. The Xfinity Series will run at Texas. That's on FS1. Jeremy Clements is starting 19th. At 7 o'clock tonight will be the NASCAR uh, NASCAR Cup All-Star Race from uh, Texas. And that's on FS1 Live. That's from 7 to 9. Then Sunday, Formula One will race at uh, Catalonia, Spain for the, the Spanish Grand Prix. And that comes on at 8.55 on uh, ESPN2. Then at 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock, it's the fastest 6. Uh, the fastest 12 cars and then they break that to the fastest six cars and that will be on nbc from four to six and that's where they would decide the pole position for the indianapolis 500 mile race to 106 at uh six o'clock is the nascar all-star race and i guess that will be the open and then at eight from eight to ten is the uh the all-star race itself and that's on fs1 and believe me it takes forever to do that it, uh, i hope it's a little better this year monday uh indycar practice will be on peacock and then next week carb day on friday of course they haven't had carburetors since the 30s but that's on peacock at in indianapolis and then at 11, 11 to 1 and 2 230 to 4 is the pit stop competition
4: that's 54 seconds to go well uh kind of like you Indy qualifying you're talking about top six that at that- that's your top two rows right there yeah. everybody you know they start them three wide talking about three wide cherokee speedway gonna start them three wide tonight on dirt well it's exciting and anytime you get that many yeah. lined up in a row and uh, you're gonna have like 24 cars starting at cherokee speedway tonight and uh, a lot of good local racing going on got some racing going on up at harris speedway got cherokee speedway so uh get out here and watch these boys on our local racetracks uh got a lot of young kids bradley Whiteside out there 15 years old driving had, a had car. him on the
3: show and i'm glad you got him for us quickly lanny mckinney thanks for everything you do for uh maintaining the budmore engineering website and the uh um our facebook page we love you lanny keep it up we appreciate everything you do for us and that does it for this week next week we'll come back and talk about a lot going on at charlotte and indianapolis and everywhere in the meantime I think a few people are coming, Natalie. I'm not. But the rest of
1: you keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your